Hello and welcome to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. This is a live broadcast from Hillsdale Men's Basketball. A very exciting game today versus Lake Erie College. I believe the first conference game for this men's basketball team. A very exciting. Uh, we're going to announce some of the starters really quick, and then we're going to get into some things that we think Hillsdale needs to do in order to in order to pull out this victory right here. So Hillsdale starters are number two, Ashton Janikowski at guard. Number four, Charles Woodhams at guard. Number 14, Walt Mattingly at forward. Number 31, C.J. Yerian at forward. And number 33, Joe Ruder at forward. And for Lake Erie, you've got number four, Jacob Plants. Number 12, Caleb Picks at forward. Number 15, Leon Hughes at forward. Number 23, Jake Liebacher at sophomore as a guard. And number 34, Johnny Manning at forward and or center. So Hillsdale is 21-3 and in this matchup all time. So Hillsdale dominates Lake Erie College in men's basketball usually. Hoping for a similar performance tonight from them. Um, I think some of the keys to this game for Hillsdale is the nice thing is is that you're a better shooting free throw shooting team than they are. So if you keep the game close down the stretch, then you, you should pull this out because you you have the advantage in the end of the game with the free throw shooting. The one other thing that worries me for Hillsdale is that Lake Erie is very, very aggressive. They have 9.4 steals per game, which is much, much higher than Hillsdale's 5.5. Uh, I think that, they, especially because they rotate so much, I believe they're probably going to press most of the game. That's why they play nine, an average of 11 players play an average of 9 minutes. So I think that that's really, really big. Hillsdale needs to be able to beat the press, and Hillsdale needs to be able to avoid turning the ball over to Lake Erie. You got anything, Ty? Yeah, I think you're exactly right uh, with the free throws there. Basketball games, close ones especially, always come down to free throws. Hillsdale leads in about 90% of categories. Yeah. So if they can just play their game, they're the better team on paper. If that translates to the court, they'll be good. Yep, they have one common opponent. Hillsdale's currently 4-1, and one, and Lake Erie is currently 2-5, and five, and their one common opponent. Hillsdale beat 71-65, to 65, and Lake Erie lost to 73-84. to 84. So we're going to go to a short break as we get to the National Anthem, and we'll be back right back on 101.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale. The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. crowd is roaring. It's a sold-out game here. Side to Tavon. Tavon takes the three. Got that one. Back-to-back threes for the Chargers. They pulled ahead by three. Hillsdale Charger basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale. 101.7 FM starts now.
everyone. Welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Uh, we're listening to Chargers Live Basketball, men's Hillsdale's men's basketball. Uh, your four starters, five starters for the game for Hillsdale are Aston Janikowski, Charles Williams, Samuel Vasu, C.J. Yarian, and Joe Ruder. C.J. Yarian's got size on pretty much everybody on the floor. He's actually a 6'10 sophomore, big rebounder. Uh, not to put up a lot of points, but he's a big rebounder, and then he passes the ball out and lets Hillsdale just get reset. It's a big strategy for Hillsdale. Uh, we're afraid that Lake Erie is going to press a lot, and they're going to be super aggressive, so Hillsdale's just got to take care of the basketball. Right before we get to this tip, uh, just a couple last, last things for Hillsdale right there. So Hillsdale also is a first-year head coach who is currently in his own record 4-1, and one, and his only loss is in overtime. Obviously, you're going to be upset about the loss, but as a first-year head coach being 4-1, and one, starting out your career like that, I mean, that's a great way to start, especially your only loss being in overtime, being such a close game. Uh, they beat Wayne State, beat Saginaw Valley, beat Michigan-Dearborn, beat Grand Valley, and then they lost to Northern Michigan in overtime. Obviously, lost to Michigan State in the scrimmage really early, but that's a different that's a different type of league out there. Yeah, those are those guys got different types of guys. Different. This isn't the same basketball as CJ Arian's going to go out there for the tip, and he's going to lose the tip as Lake Erie passes the ball up to CJ Hornby, uh, a starter that we did not see coming in this game. Is CJ Hornby? We did not see him starting. Uh, he's not their normal starter, but. For some reason, he is starting in this game. As Lake Erie, number 34, Johnny Manning, makes a layup. And Lake Erie's already starting that light pressure just a little bit. Yeah, you can already see it. Uh, Ashton Janikowski with the ball for Lake Erie. Lake Erie playing very tight man coverage. You can see why they get so many steals. But they leave guys wide open right there. Unfortunately, questionable pass there to C.J. Yearing. Doesn't turn the ball over, gets recovery, but doesn't make the basket. As Joe Ruder has a great drive down and hits the layup. Taking the ball back up the court for Lake Erie is number three, C.J. Hornby again. Passing the ball out. Everybody here playing man defense so far. Lake Erie and Hillsdale College both. are still early in the game. Things could obviously change. Three-pointer is missed, and rebound goes to Hillsdale. Charles Woodham's taking it up. Just getting the ball to C.J. Yearing right in the middle. So one of the starters for Hillsdale, who is usually a starter, is out this game. It is Walt Mattingly. They're definitely going to miss him. Uh, he's a big forward for them, but Samuel Vasu has started multiple games for them, and he seems to be getting the start today for them. As C.J. Arian in his 6'10 frame misses the layup, actually. Rebound Lake Erie. Lake Erie trying to set some screens, get something going a little bit. Scores 2-2 two to two with 18 minutes left in the first half. As Lake Erie, number 15, Leon Hughes makes the layup. And Lake Erie is continuing to put some light pressure on Hillsdale, uh, as we predicted early before the game. Leon Hughes is going to be one of those X factors that we talked about before the game. He uh, he's, he's Lake Erie's number two three-point shooter, so keep an eye on him. Yeah, definitely going to want to limit his wide-open shots for sure. As Yearing gets the ball out in this place, that he doesn't really like it out on the perimeter. And Ashton Janikowski dribbles up and is blocked. And as the shot clock expires, Woodhams gets the rebound and makes the two-pointer. The deep two-pointer fadeaway. That was a phenomenal shot right there. He just looked very in control, very relaxed. But, I mean, 
shot clock winding down, those are the kind of shots that change games right there. Obviously still early, but those are the kind of shots that if you want to win a game against good teams, those are the kind of teams you'd beat it. But there's a scramble for the ball. Lake Erie turns the ball over. Hillsdale's got a three-on-one, and Charles Woodhams shoots the jumper and makes another one. Very early for him, but he's already got four points in this contest. As Lake Erie trying to call it a play, get the offense set up. On how 41, whatever that means. Now the ball's out to Josh Plants on the sideline. Getting the ball underneath to number 34, Johnny Manning. As C.J. Arian plays some great defense, Johnny Manning takes a questionable shot. And Hillsdale almost loses the rebound, but they do get it. Some great, great save there by Ashton Janikowski. And a great play there by Charles Woodhams to be there for him when he needed it. As the score is 6-4, Hillsdale with 16 minutes left in the first half. Uh, Hillsdale passing the ball around on the perimeter. Not really much inside until Samuel Sue's now going to dribble up and unfortunately miss a short jumper. It was a really, really good look. I like that shot for sure. What do you think? Ed? Yeah, no, the, the, the shot, that's that's good se- shot selection right there. But I was just about to say, those are the kind of shots, too, that change, change games. You were talking about the, the clutch shot with the clock expiring. You got to make layups, too, though. Yeah, high percentage shots are ones that you want to make, but it's good that at least they're getting them. Yeah. As yeah. Lake Erie misses the layup on the other end, do the exact same thing that Hillsdale just did. Yeah, they're creating good opportunities for themselves. Hillsdale is. Yeah, so Hillsdale is definitely. They're on the right track. As just as we speak of it, Ashton Janikowski with a great jump shot right there. They really very early in this game, obviously still, but they like that jump shot, and they think right now they're all clapping. Everybody on Hillsdale's bench is clapping. They think they've got some captured some momentum here early in this game. Score is now eight to four, Hillsdale. Yes. Lake Erie's passing around the boundary, and they try to get it inside. Great defense. Great steal by Ashton Janikowski, and he saves it. Almost lost it out of bounds again. Another great save by Ashton Janikowski on a fumbled ball. Hillsdale with possession. Ashton Janikowski up at the top. Drives in. Makes a great shot through some contact. Refs didn't see enough to get a foul, but he made the shot, getting the two points. As Lake Erie's number three, C.J. Hornbeek is going to take the ball off for him. Great defense by Charles Woodhams, making a heavily contested three as number four, Jacob Plants for Lake Erie College. This is the shot. Some, oh, some questionable offense there. The ball kind of got tipped around, but it stayed in Hillsdale's favor for a second, and then C.J. Arian made a bad pass trying to make something out of nothing. Should have just reset the ball there. But we're going to go to a short break as Hillsdale calls a timeout. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. You're live at Hillsdale Men's Chargers Basketball. They are up 10-4 to early in this first half. Men's basketball, they play halves. Weird thing in college because NBA doesn't do it. Women's college basketball doesn't do it. And high school doesn't do it. So it's weird that they're the only people to play halves. But we're going to get this first half continuing on with Lake Erie with possession down 10-4. to As they're going to call... A foul on number one, Caleb Glazer. Off-ball foul there. Definitely one that you ill-advised foul for sure. Yeah, that, that foul was away from the play. Don't, you don't like to see that. Looks like Hillsdale might be a man here. 
Yeah, Hillsdale's definitely going to be playing some man defense. Killed Glazer with some better defense right there by not fouling and forces number 34, Johnny Manning, to miss the shot for Lake Erie. As Hillsdale gains the rebound and takes it down the court. Cole McQuinney checked into the game during the during the media timeout. Uh, so did Caleb Glazer. And so did number 21, Mikey McCollum. As there's going to be a foul on Lake Erie on number 24, Jordan Burge, who also checked into the game during the media timeout. A lot of new players out here during the media timeout. Uh, for Hillsdale, only two starters to stay on were Joe Reuter and Charles Woodhams, who those are their guys. And so here's here's what we like to see. Hillsdale with an opportunity to make some free throws here. Good good shot selection that unfortunately ended in a foul for Lake Erie. But Hillsdale's got to make these free throws, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, unfortunately Joe Reuter misses the first one there. Hillsdale usually pretty good at shooting free throws as he makes the second one right there. But obviously, you know, you're not going to make every single one, but those are the shots that you definitely like to see go in, especially early when you're not tired. Because in the end, that's when it gets harder. Uh, as Lake Erie's going to take the ball out down 10, down 11 to 4, excuse me, 14 minutes left in this first half. Because they're going to get the ball underneath, trying to take advantage of that freshman Caleb Glazer in, but Glazer plays some, plays some pretty good defense, but a better move by Johnny Manning. To hit the layup. A little uh, bit of an up and under there from Johnny Manning. Yeah, kind of a kind of an interesting move there. A little bit slow, but, I mean, it works. It works. It, it works. <laughs> As Hillsdale's going to miss the deep three, and Lake Erie's going to grab the rebound. Um, definitely early in this game, we're seeing Hillsdale not allow Lake Erie's screens to work, either because of backside help or because of... As Lake Erie gets up a three-pointer and makes it, unfortunately, for Trace... Bisco, but Lake Erie trying to set screens, and it's not really working. Their ball movement has been okay, but the screens themselves not working out so hot. And here's the heavy press, too, from Lake Erie that you were talking about earlier. They, they looked like they caught Cole McWinney on the on the backside of the court there. Now the now the ball is on Hillsdale's side, though, and yeah. running some offense. Good, it was a good job by Cole to get out of this. So you're going to call an off-ball foul on number 34, of Lake Erie, Johnny Manning. Another one of those off-ball fouls was just, it's just like why sometimes, right? I mean, you're away from the play, and I understand you want to be aggressive, but those are the fouls that you can't get. Those are the fouls that going to hurt you late in the game, especially as he already has two, and he was one of their starters today. Uh, I think they're going to sub him out. Yes, they are going to sub him out right here. As Lake Erie, as, excuse me, as Hillsdale has the ball on the inbound. And from a freshman, maybe it's just a change in pace of the game from high school. Maybe he's still getting used to how fast. Yeah, getting used to the getting used to the new tempo as right. this is the shot. CJ Yearin gets the rebound, and unfortunately he misses, and Lake Erie grabs that rebound. Uh, Lake Erie taking it down the court. Number 23, shot over. Great defense right there. Not to foul by number 23 on Hillsdale. Or number 22 on Hillsdale, Samuel Vasu, but... Unfortunately, but unfortunately for the Chargers, he misses the basket and they get the rebound. Something that's pretty easy to see here with Hillsdale and Mann is Hillsdale's height advantage, their size advantage over Lake Erie. Looks like most of, if not all of our starters or guys who are in right now have some sort of size advantage over the Lake Erie players. Yeah, Lake Erie definitely physically, <laughs> what do you say, overpowered in this game? So far. Physically overpowered. I mean, height-wise, even size-wise, I'd say. Yeah. It's not, and it's not a speed deficit. Like the Hillsdale guys aren't slower, but they're they're bigger. They're they look stronger, especially from the naked eye, 
so far away from her. As Lake Erie misses the layup, and Hillsdale's going to grab the rebound. Hillsdale's currently only up 11-9. Lake Erie made a little bit of a comeback there with 11 minutes left to go in the first half. Kind of low-scoring game so far here. Usually, these teams scoring as number 21, Mikey McCollum, makes the layup. Those are the easy shots that you look for and the ones that you love to see. Pretty fundamental, but, you know, yeah, that, <laughs> take what you can get. And Any kind of off-ball movement is always, always good for a team, for sure. Yeah. Uh, when you can get the guys off-ball making plays instead of just the guys dribbling the ball, right. that's a recipe for success. Uh, as Lake Erie is taking a lot of time off the shot clock, only nine seconds left on there. Uh, they're dribbling around, kind of fumbling with the ball. But unfortunately, it bounces right back to Lake Erie's number 10, Trace Bishko, and he makes the layup. Trace Bishko, a sophomore out of Cleveland, Ohio. I don't know how much this has to do with the game, but something pretty interesting is uh, Lake Erie. As Joe Reuter has amazing dunk. That's the exciting plays right there. Hillsdale's whole bench is standing up. Gotta love to see it. Yeah. Everybody from their team as Lake Erie is, as Ty, I think, was just saying. Oh, yes. Everybody from Lake Erie's team is from Ohio. They got one player from Illinois. Every other player from Every Ohio. Every other from Ohio. Yeah. Hillsdale with a kind of a rough possession there. Lake Erie may, misses two or three layups, but they get the rebounds a couple times and then finally, finally able to make it. You can't give them too many second-chance shots there. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, Especially with Hillsdale's height advantage, you'd love to see a little bit more aggression at the board at the boards there. Yeah, CJ Yarian in the 6'10 sophomore. You want to see somebody somebody out there getting the rebound with that height advantage. Unfortunate missed pass by Joe Ruder and CJ Yarian. And we're gonna to go to another short media timeout. You're listening to 101.7 FM Ready for Hillsdale. To the Grammar Minute, where we're saving the English language 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're going to talk about based off versus based on. There's not all that much to say on this subject, fortunately. This is one of those cases where English is mercifully rules-based, and there's not a whole lot of room for exception. In short, based on is correct. Based off is never correct. Based off seems to be a relatively new mistake, and Merriam-Webster said that while there's no consensus on exactly where it came from, it definitely appeared in some late 70s and 80s articles in prominent newspapers. Maybe that's a sign that it will soon be accepted into English grammar as an okay variation on the original phrase, but for now, it's still officially considered a mistake and should be avoided, especially in more formal writing and speaking. That's your Grammar Minute. Visit thegrammarminute.com for more tips and tricks. Ready for Hillsdale as Hillsdale leads Lake Erie 15 to 13 in a very close game so far. Still really early though. Nine minutes left to go in this first half. Um, definitely some keys to the game. Hillsdale in that last couple of possessions has to rebound better. Yeah, like we've been talking about, they got the height advantage. Uh, sophomore, number 31, C.J. Yarian, a 6'10". Yeah. I'd like to see some aggression. Caleb um, Glazer, 6'8", freshman. Walt Mattingly, 6'7", although he's out for this game. Sorry, excuse me. But they got some height. So definitely want to see some more aggression under the boards. As Lake Erie misses the three-pointer, but gets their own rebound again. Hillsdale got to do a better job boxing out for sure. As Lake Erie 
passes the ball to the perimeter. And they're dribbling around. Number 12. They're going to play. Wow, what a great shot by number 12. Caleb Pikes tied the game up. It's those second efforts for Lake Erie right now, like we've been saying. But nevertheless, ties it up for... Yeah, unfortunate Hillsdale. Got to pick that one up a little bit. Play a little bit better here. Play a little more aggressive under the rim. Nice. They have the possession, though. Garrett Bolte on the top of the key. Only eight seconds left on the shot clock. Kind of running down there. Hillsdale needs to make a play as Ashton Janikowski takes a far three. CJ Aaron gets a hand on the rebound, but unfortunately calls in the hands of Lake Erie. Uh, they're trying to move down the field court, court really fast, but slowed down a little bit. But then... Number 34, Johnny Manning, again, with a basket over C.J. Yerian. Yeah, and in the last Hillsdale possession, it looked like this kind of... Wow, what a dunk by C.J. Yerian. A second dunk of the game for Hillsdale. That size advantage, really, really... Dunks are momentum changers. That's you, just He doesn't have to go are. very far for a dunk, no. does he? <laughs> no, probably about, what, he's 6'10"? Probably got to jump about, like, four inches off the ground. Probably touching the rim on the ground. I mean, as, as Lake Erie misses the basket, rebound Hillsdale. Ashton Janikowski looking for somebody to get the ball out to. It's ball to Garrett Bolte. I'm just CJ Erie, and Ashton Janikowski is going to take it underneath on a great move and make a under-the-basket layup. And then kind of fall a little bit as, as he limps to get up, actually. Uh, but he seems all right now. Up uh, for... For Lake Erie basketball, number three, taking the ball up pretty much every drive so far. C.J. Hornby. And there's a three there from Lake Erie. Came off of a screen on number two, um, Aston Jankowski. I think that's the first time that Lake Erie has successfully completed the screen on Hillsdale. Yeah, that was their, That was the best screen of the game. Is C.J. Oh. Erie gets some fancy footwork but misses the layup. I mean, it was a great move to get right past him. He had the open layup, but then he went up with that right hand on that left on side. On left side, yeah. Fundamental basketball type thing, something that I was always yelled at for my basketball playing because I didn't use my left hand. But something that these college guys, even they need to sometimes improve on because he unfortunately misses. And then CJ Yarian fouls back on the other end. Fouls number 34, Johnny Manning for Lake Erie. As Hillsdale is only, as Hillsdale is currently now down by one point, 20 to 19. But we're going to go to a short break as we hit a media timeout. You listen to 101.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale. Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Listro on I've Got Ox. Everyone loves music, but want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Listro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You're listening to Radio Free. You're listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale, as they have a winner in the shooting contest while we're at a media timeout. Um, Hillsdale currently down by one point to Lake Erie, 20 to 19, with six minutes left to go in the first half. Uh, Hillsdale, I don't think they're putting together a great offensive game so far. Not to their liking, not to what they're used to. They're used to putting up a lot more points. Uh, average about 70 points, and right now they're on pace for, I mean, maybe 60 points. But, I mean, they're usually putting up, what's the number, 70, 71, something like that. 
77 points per game. For 77, yeah, they're, they're very behind. They're scoring average. Obviously, the last two minutes of each half, a lot of scoring usually happens. But as of right now, Hillsdale's offense got to pick it up a little bit. Their defense playing fine. Keeping, keeping Lake Erie 20 points is okay. We want to play a little bit better in the rebounding game, but I think they just need to score a little bit better, be a little bit more dominant. Uh, they have the athletes to do it, but can they execute the game plan? Eyes. Uh, number 34, Johnny Manning is going to shoot some free throws while we're here. Hillsdale is definitely the better free throw shooting team as that ball rolls around and rims out. Unfortunate miss for Johnny Manning. So the score is going to stay 20-19 to as he shoots his second free throw. And he makes this one, making it 21-19. to As Hillsdale, Lake Erie changing up their defense again. Earlier we saw them go into a 2-3 for one play. And then they got dunked on. And now they're back into the 2-3, actually. It's a really high 2-3. Yeah. Um, but playing a 2-3 nonetheless. You want to get the ball in the middle. As you see Joe Ruder move in the middle right there. And then step out, take a three. Unfortunate miss, but a solid shot for him. He's a little bit upset that he missed it, but, I mean, you're not going to make everyone. You're not going to make everyone. And that was a, it was a smart shot, and he was under control. So It was a smart shot, and it was a little bit contested. So, you know. But smart shot nonetheless. Can't make everyone, like yeah, you it said. Yeah, was, it, was, it was definitely definitely a good look. As Lake Erie is going to take the ball up for number three. C.J. Hornbeek, the point guard this game, who was not originally the point guard before the game, and then he makes a great shot as he dribbles up. Makes a jumper, long jumper for two points as Lake Erie now leads Hillsdale 23-19 with six minutes left in the first half. Lake Erie's got some momentum here. Hillsdale's going to need to score here pretty soon as the freshman tries to save the rebound after a missed shot from Hillsdale, but he unfortunately loses it to a Lake Erie player. Back number three, C.J. Hornbeek with the ball again. Offensively passing down to, passing it down to Johnny Manning. It's Johnny Manning just fancy moves, but misses the layup. And he'll still on kind of a fast break here as number one scale Glazer wide open under the basket. So that's that problem with playing some, some zone defense sometimes. When you're missing one of the players, one of your zones is open. And there, yeah. is, no, there is no help man defense because that's, that's not how the zone is played. Right. Right, yeah, a little bit of hustle there from... As number four, Jacob Plants makes the three for Lake Erie in the corner to open up this lead again, 26-21 to Hillsdale. As Joe Ruder has the ball at the top of the key, Ashton Janikowski with an open three, and he sinks it. Great shot there by Ashton Janikowski. Under control, makes the shot, closing the gap, 24-26. to Lake Erie is leading. Four minutes left to go in the first half. You really, really want to be leading going into halftime. Yeah, I think just like any any sport that's divided up like that, it's critical in football, it's critical in basketball. Back to that last possession, uh, I think he was ready to take that shot. I think there was no way he was missing that. He was cock and loaded. Guys, he now goes under the basket and unfortunately misses. And Lake Erie is going to get the rebound to have the ball again. As number 24 is driving for Lake Erie but misses the layup. Some great defense there by Woodhams. Uh, we saw Glazer also playing some great defense on Johnny Manning, who's been kind of the story of the game so far for Lake Erie. Uh, playing some playing some defense on the big man. Um, great job. Great job by him. 
but certainly Hillsdale has the ball, and you got to score right here. You definitely, definitely want some points. Tie this game up finally. Bring it back into your favor. Hillsdale may be slowing it down a little bit. There were a couple fast breaks. Brought the, court, the ball up the court a little bit slower. Yes, yeah, Hillsdale's only got three seconds left in the shot clock, and they're going to get a foul. Foul against Lake Erie on the shot. As we're going to go to a short media timeout, you're listening to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. Hillsdale College challenges you to rise to self-government, to act with prudence, and to love the good, the beautiful, and the true. But what about the lifetime challenge of bringing those high things into the world? The Washington Hillsdale Internship Program gives you that opportunity. WIP sends you from the classroom into the workforce to apply your learning there before you graduate. Bring your self-government to a semester in our nation's capital. Join in the fight for the good, the beautiful, and the true through internships in public policy, foreign affairs, education, laboratory research, consulting, and more. WIP. Find the challenge. Live the adventure. For more information, visit dc.hillsdale.edu or contact Mary Greco at mgreco.hillsdale.edu. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdales. We're back with Hillsdales men's basketball as they currently are losing to Lake Erie, 26 to 24, and shooting two free throws. And Charles Williams sinks the first to make it a one-point game. Really looking to tie it up here. Will be a big momentum changer. Hillsdales Hillsdales been closing down on the gap by Lake Erie as Williams hits the second free throw and does tie up this game. A little bit of miscommunication there by Hillsdale on the defensive side, but they get it figured out. Everybody's got a man. And a great shot by number 24, Jordan Burge. Uh, kind of over C.J. Yarian, who was trying to set the charge, but Burge didn't go hard enough into him for him to for him to fall over. So this game's getting a little bit physical, too, down in the down in the in the paint there, which you like to see as long as the refs are letting it happen. Yeah, definitely want to, as long as it's calling even. Yep, something you really it makes for good basketball. Yeah, it makes for good basketball. As Hillsdale unfortunately turns the ball over, Lake Erie giving Lake Erie another possession. Uh, he'll still turn the ball over more today than they usually do, for sure. Uh, but Lake Erie misses the kind of fadeaway deep three by one of their guys who's not really their shooter. And Hillsdale, unfortunately, errant, errant pass. And on the attempt to get the big ball back, they're going to call a foul on number 22, Samuel Vasu. And it's going to be Lake Erie basketball. A little bit too aggressive there, right? Yeah, yeah. Ball, ball just kind of got poked away, and he lost it in the chase. And so here's yeah. Lake Erie with a chance to take the lead with about 2.30 left in, this, left in this first half here. Yeah. Well, they already do have the lead by two points, but just to extend to extend, extend lead. that lead, yeah. We're currently winning 28-26, to 26, but, I mean, that's not the lead that you want if you're Lake Erie. You want, you want something a little bit bigger. As his shot clock kind of winds down, and he shoots it last second and unfortunately blocked as Samuel Vasu takes the takes a fast break and unfortunately misses the layup. So back-to-back missed layups by both teams. Heavily contested shots. Great block there by number 33, Joe Ruder. He is is the athlete. He's quite 
he's the he's the face of the team for sure. Really, really quiet guy, but man, can he play some good basketball? Already seen him have one very exciting dunk this game, and probably another even more exciting block right there for him. That's the kind of thing that will get a team fired up, right? Going into half when you need to need to come back and take a lead. That's the, that's the kind of momen- momentum swinger that Hillsdale needs at this point. Yeah, as we're going to get a second foul on Sam Levesu. As he's going to be still going to be ball on the sideline for Lake Erie. Excuse me, ball under the basket for Lake Erie. As the refs are trying to figure something out on the floor. But it looks like they got it all settled as Lake Erie passes the ball in. Oh, a great drive there. But unfortunately missed the layup and rebound Lake Erie. Again, number 20, number 34, Johnny Manning with another rebound. He's still really, really struggling with that late in this first half. And there it passed, but Ashley Janikowski is able to get a hold of it and make an amazing shot. That one, that one might have not been the smartest shot, but it went in. It went in, and that's uh as, yeah, you like to see the outcome, I guess. Yeah, it's a good outcome. Maybe not. Maybe a shot, as coach will tell him. <laughs> Just pass that ball off next time. As Hillsdale gets a steal there. Great tip by Yerian. Uh, Ashton Janikowski dribbling under the basket. Turns the ball over right back to Lake Erie. He's there on a fast break. Passing the ball off. Passing the ball back to him. And the layup goes in by number 23, Jake that's, And That's pretty much textbook, right? You- Get the ball off a steal, two passes, make a layup. Yeah, two-on-one right there. Some great two-on-one drill, speed, exactly how it's supposed to be done. Looks like practice for him. As Lake Erie is currently leading Hillsdale, 32-28. But Charles Williams is shooting a three, and he makes it. Bringing the lead down to one as we're going to get a timeout and go to a short media break. You're listening to 101.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale. Of those who have been awarded the Medal of Honor, this is Minute of Honor. Here's Jenna Suhita. On March 9 to 12, 1966, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins's camp was attacked early in the morning. Adkins manned a mortar position to defend the camp. Fighting continued until early the next morning when enemy forces launched their main attack. When all mortar rounds were expended, he used every available resource to continue his resistance. When ordered to evacuate, Adkins and a small group of soldiers dug through the back of the bunker and fought their way out of the camp. When he learned that the last helicopter had already departed, Adkins took charge until they were rescued two days later. During the 38-hour battle and 48 hours of escape and evasion, Adkins killed an estimated 155 enemy fighters while sustaining 18 different wounds to his body. For his extraordinary heroism and selflessness, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins was awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You're listening to 101.7 FM, Ready Free Hillsdale, as we're here with Hillsdale's men's basketballs. They're currently down by one point to Lake Erie, 32-31. to 31. An extremely exciting, extremely close game. Uh, Lake Erie currently has possession, though. And he gets a wide-open, long jumper, though, and he misses. Number 10, Trace Bishko. It's a very long, long shot for a two-pointer. Yeah, it was. Might as well stay back there and shoot the three. But nevertheless, he'll still with the ball here. Yeah, five seconds currently separate the game clock and the shot clock. So Lake Erie's going to get a possession no matter what. But he'll still making sure Lake Erie has as little time as possible as they kind of hold the ball right here. And now there's only seven seconds left. you got to drive it in. And Joe Ruder does, and he get, draws the foul on the shot. Great job right there by Ruder. Going up, getting the foul. And a great drive. I mean, his first step looked explosive. 
take that guy right down to the lane, make him chase you down, make him foul you. Yeah. This is going to be a foul on number 24, Jordan Burge. So Ruder will be shooting two, and he sinks the first, which will tie the game for Hillsdale College once again. Yeah, critical critical foul shots here. Make both. You get the lead going into the half. Yeah, with only 9.4 seconds left going into halftime. And he makes the second one, and they have the lead now. Almost going into half. They just need to keep Lake Erie out of scoring for another five seconds. Lake Erie, though, drives quickly and misses the layup as Hillsdale has one second left just to shoot the ball. And he definitely did not get that shot up in time. But it's okay because he missed anyway. As your current score is 33-32, to 32, going into halftime is a very exciting game. Hillsdale men's basketball is currently leading Lake Erie. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. We're going to go to a long break for halftime. Hello and welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale. Uh, this is Hillsdale men's basketball game live broadcast. Hillsdale is currently winning 33 to 32 in a very very exciting game going into halftime. Uh, they're coming right out of halftime now with about 45 seconds left. Uh, something Hillsdale needs to do better at is rebounding. Offensively, they've allowed the, the Storm to get five rebounds. And I know that that sounds like it's you know it's like all right that's a fine number like that's an average number, but for Lake Erie's the size advantage that Hillsdale has on Lake Erie, they just got to be more aggressive down there. A bench points, big, big for Lake Erie. Lake Erie is 14. Hillsdale only has four. Got to get those guys involved a little bit in the game. Points in the paint, perfectly even, but second chance points off those offensive rebounds. Lake Erie has four more than Hillsdale, and in this close game, in a one-point game, those are the kind of stats that make the difference. Yeah. Four is the difference between a win and a loss. I think you're exactly right with the bench points. That's something I guess I didn't really notice last half, but having 14 points off the bench, that's, I mean, close. It's close to half the points that Lake Erie has right now. So, yeah, their bench is definitely coming in and, and making a difference. They do sub a lot because they do press a little bit. They haven't pressed as much as we thought they were going to, but there's definitely in their in their bank, and we'll see if we see it a little bit more this half as Hillsdale starts the ball, starts the game off, starts the half off with the ball. Excuse me. As we're going to get a defensive off-ball foul on number 23 of Lake Erie, Jake Lightbaker. Yeah, I mean, on both sides of the ball, it's the kind of fouls you don't like to see, but I guess... Hillsdale, Hillsdale will take what they can get, right? Yeah, some, some of those ugly off-ball fouls that we definitely definitely don't want to see on your own team. Because they're going to get Joe Ruder's ball under the basket, and he's going to step back and make a jumper. Kind of behind the basket there. Yeah. That was an amazing shot. He's standing to the point of where he can barely see the front of the front of the rim behind the backboard, or back of the rim behind the backboard, and he just sunk that thing right in there. As Laker, he's going to take that ball and kind of set a screen and roll off, but miss the layup. As Joe Ruder's going to get the re- and then kind of a struggle there for the rebound, and Lake Erie Storm's going to pull it away from Hillsdale's Joe Ruder and make the layup. Another second-chance point. Yeah. Yeah, it's those offensive rebounds for Lake Erie again, already capitalizing. Um, yeah, as Hillsdale, Lake Erie's going to foul Hillsdale, foul on number four, Jacob Plants. Uh, currently 15 seconds left on the shot clock as Joe Ruder's going to take a three-pointer and miss. 
kind, of kind of a quick free throw there, a three-pointer there. Yeah, I mean, with the shot clock winding down like that, uh, that shot's a little bit more ugly than his last behind the, behind the hoop shot there. But Yeah. As Lake Erie currently has the ball, and they are currently down by one point, 34 to 35. He'll still looking to maintain their slim lead. Uh, but number 34, the guy who's been dominant for Lake Erie, dribbles down and misses the short jumper. And the ball is going to... Lake Erie's going to get the rebound, but unfortunately off their hands, and it's going to be Hillsdale basketball. So Hillsdale's going to want look to look to momentum here. Maybe if they can sink a three or get an and one, but... And obviously you're still up by one, so you still have the point advantage. But this is a team who... Hillsdale should be beating more, more than more one point. One. Yes. Yeah. In basketball, though, you still got to play all the minutes. It's always close games. As Charles Woodham puts up a layup and is blocked. Blocked by Lake Erie. Great block there. Uh, and back going the other way, CJ Erian's going to get a block. But unfortunately, Lake Erie's going to get their own rebound again. And they're going to slow down, face of this play right here, and then shoot a three pointer in the corner. Heavily contested, but he makes it. Yeah, those offensive points, point, second chance points is really, really killing Hillsdale right now. Uh, Hillsdale looks to set some screens off ball, get some guys open, maybe under the basket. Woodhams is going to take the dribble and tie this game back up for Hillsdale. 37 to 37 with 17 minutes left in the second half. And you like the fight, you like the drive. Yeah, it was very, very aggressive right there. Yeah. Definitely, he was thinking in his, in his, in his mind, either I'm going to go to the basket or I'm going to go through him. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely like to see that aggressiveness out of Hill still. Haven't really seen that as of late. Uh, so they're going to get the ball. Lake Erie's going to get the ball back down to Johnny Manning, number 34. As he sinks another layup. He's going to put himself at 11 points for the game. I believe that he is the highest scorer for the Storm as of right now. The Storm ran 39 points and he's got 11. A lot of those under the basket. As CJ Yering is going to turn the ball over to number four on an easy fast break. Make the layup. As Hillsdale's going to go down by four points, two possessions. Joe Reuter's coming up, trying to take control of this game, take control of the offense. He's going to dribble the ball up for Hillsdale. Call a little bit of a different play here. Getting a lot of more movement under the basket for Hillsdale. As there's going to be a foul on number 15, Leon Hughes, for the storm. It kind of looked like he might have... Uh, he thought that foul might have been on Joe Reuter, but... He got, weren't set. He got you know? the elbow to the face a little bit there, too. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit too much from the defense. Yeah. Sometimes you can get away with that, but when it's when it's on the ball and you get him in the face, that's when that's when the push-off or that's when your feet don't get in set really counts because the refs are looking at all those other things and saying, well, that's kind of a foul still. Yeah. All, all the kind of foul parts. So. As Hillsdale's going to pass the ball up to Charles Woodhams off the inbound. Woodhams. Out to Ashton Janikowski. Just going to do some, do some nice dribbling around here. The Hills is going to move towards the basket with only three seconds left on the shot clock. Number 21 has the ball. Mikey McCollum as the shot clock expires and it hits the rim and it misses. Shot clock resets, but Lake Erie Storm gets the basketball anyways. It was a nice attempt there by Mikey McCollum, but obviously a very tough shot that he knew he had to take because the shot clock yeah. was expiring. I was going to say, as far as shots when shot clocks are winding down that wasn't a bad that wasn't a bad take there no as leon hughes is going to hit a three-pointer for the storm which 
is going to give the Storm a lead 44-37. to And Hillsdale takes a much-needed timeout. As we're going to go to a short media break here. Hi, I'm Joshua Palladino, a Ph.D. candidate at Hillsdale College. Here's Hillsdale College master's student Andrew Pierce with a quote from the 16th president of the United States. Abraham Lincoln, in his Temperance Society address, said, When the conduct of men is designed to be influenced, persuasion, kind, unassuming persuasion, should ever be adopted. It is an old and a true maxim that a drop of honey catches more flies than a gallon of gall. If you would win a man to your cause, first convince him that you are his sincere friend. Therein is a drop of honey that catches his heart, which, say what he will, is the great high road to his reason, and which, when once gained, you will find but little trouble in convincing his judgment of the justice of your cause, if indeed that cause really be a just one. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth, defending liberty since 1844. 4-37 in a game that we thought Hillsdale was going to be dominating. Lake Erie getting a lot of second-chance points. Uh, their big men lead the scoring with 11 points. Johnny Manning and Jacob Plant shortly behind him with eight. Uh, but the second-chance points really killing Hillsdale here uh, as they look to get back into the swing of things after some Lake Erie took momentum. They called the timeout, and now we're back. Hillsdale's got the ball, looking to score right here, change the swing of the game. They're going to put the ball in their hands. The best shooter, Joe Ruder, unfortunately loses the ball. Steal by Lake Erie. Hillsdale's going to play some man defense now. Lake Erie does a nice job of, of swarming loose balls. You know, when, when they're, they're pretty good at, at steals. I think they're leading Hillsdale in steals right now, but even when there's a loose ball, Lake Erie is pretty, pretty aggressive getting to the ball there. Yeah, definitely for sure. As Lake Erie's going to miss that shot there. Rebound by Cole McQuinney. That's not Charles Woodham says he takes the shot and it goes in. He's going to get the and one right there. Big momentum shift, those always are, as Hillsdale's now only down by five points with an and one coming. As we're going to take a short media timeout, you listen to 101.7 FM, Ready for Hillsdale. Minute of Honor. Here's Jenna Sohita. On September 17, 1944, First Lieutenant Donald K. Schwab was leaving his company across exposed ground in France when intense enemy fire came without warning from the woods directly in front of them. Schwab protected his men and led them forward into the enemy fire. He rallied his force and struggled to within 50 yards of the Germans before ordering his men to hit the dirt. He rushed forward alone, firing his carbine at the German foxholes, aiming for the vital enemy machine pistol nest. He charged the German emplacement, ripped off the half cover, struck the German gunner in the head, and dragged him back through a hail of fire to friendly lines. First Lieutenant Schwab's actions so disorganized hostile infantry resistance that the enemy forces withdrew, abandoning their formidable defensive line. For his extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty, First Lieutenant Donald Schwab was awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome back to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale as Hillsdale's men's basketball is currently losing to Lake Erie 44-39. to They got a little momentum back. Going to be shooting a one free throw here after an and one. Um... Hillsdale, we think Hillsdale just needs to be a little more aggressive. It's those ones that you say they don't want it, like like Erie seems to want it more. That's not really usually necessarily true. Hillsdale obviously still wants to win this game. They still want every ball. 
but it's the kind of like want it plays where it's like Hillsdale, where Lake Erie's swarming the lace balls, where Lake Erie's, I don't know if that's a scheme thing. It's not that Hillsdale doesn't want it, it's that Hillsdale's not playing right to get it. Right. They're going to shoot the one free throw and make it. Closing lead down to only four points. Lake Erie Storm taking the ball up. But Hillsdale swarming them all defensively. They got no room at all. So they're going to double team. Unfortunate double team because he was able to get the pass off, but he misses the three pointer, and then Lake Erie gets another rebound. But a great defense by Hillsdale. They're going to get a tip. It's going to hit right off of Lake Erie, and they're going to get the ball back. Another offensive rebound, though. Second, yeah. Can't allow these second, second chances, not even the second chance points. The second chances are going to catch up. As Hillsdale is currently losing to Lake Erie, 44 to 40, with 14 minutes left to go in the second half. But another chance here now for Hillsdale to cut this lead back down, possibly to one if they're able to take a three. Or do what they did right there. Joe Ritter takes the ball down, makes the layup, and gets the and one. He sinks this free throw, redacted down to a one-point game. And I think the most important thing is that one possession game. Because now even if even if Lake Erie scores a two, it's still a one-possession game. I think one-possession games. And if nothing else, it's a confidence booster, right? Yeah, it's a confidence it's, it's booster. Not... Keep it close. I mean, you were just down seven like five seconds ago, and yeah. now, now you're back within one point again. He'll still probably a great timeout there by Coach Kevin Bradley because they really seem to have this team playing differently out of the timeout. It's Lake Erie going to take the ball. Christian Keeled Glazer on defense. Do you think we'll see Hillsdale move to uh, the three-point game a little bit more as the second half progresses? Yeah, so earlier they only had six three-pointers. I don't know if that's something they're going to move to. Obviously, it's something that you want open shots for, but it's something they haven't done. They've done less in this game than they regularly do. As Lake Erie is going to make the layup, Hillsdale down the ball, and they turn the ball over back to Lake Erie again. Lake Erie is currently leading 46-43. to 43. Still a one-possession game, but Lake Erie with the basketball. Misses the short jumper, and they're going to call a foul on Hillsdale on the rebound. Foul on number one, Caleb Glazer. That'll be his third, and the team's, or his second, excuse me, and the team's first to the half. One really interesting thing right now is that Hillsdale has one team foul. Lake Erie has five. That might, might be very important after Lake Erie starts fouling Hillsdale for some one-and-ones. Yeah. This also could be important if Hillsdale needs to foul down the stretch and they don't have enough fouls. Right. But as of right now, stands at one at five. As number 34 is going to shoot a long three. Probably not his shot, but he saw the clock, the shot clock at three seconds, and he knew that this was his opportunity not to get yelled at by his coach. Right. But it was not a very great shot. Hits off the rim. Hillsdale gets the rebound. And they're on offense. As number four, Charles Williams has the ball on the top of the key, kind of just looking around, waiting for something to happen. And they're going to call a charge Man. against Charles Williams. An off-ball move. I guess they thought he went through number 12, killed picks, which he obviously can't do. So he's going to take this possession back. Still up three points, 46 to 43, with 12 minutes left in the second half of Hillsdale men's basketball. Lake Erie passing the ball around a little bit on the top of the key. Big man rolls on a pick and roll, but 
Hillsdale defends it well, and they steal the ball. Great steal by Joe Ruder off to Cole McQueenie. As Cole McQueenie's going to have a behind-the-back pass, and Charles Williams misses the layup. That was some some style points right there. It's the it's the highlight play that, that he got ruined for you, unfortunately. As Charles Williams, unfortunately, misses a basket that he's definitely going to want back because it's one that he usually makes. It's one that he usually makes. It's one that he's going to want back, especially two, because that would have gotten him within one. Uh, it looks like he might have been a little bit surprised. Surprised yeah, there. Didn't expect the ball there. Yeah, yeah he's, he's one of their best players. Tied for the average and highest scoring for Hillsdale and a big rebounder for them. But unfortunate play by him there. A rare mistake on his part. That's Lake Erie Storm moving the ball around. Taking on Charles Williams on the offensive side and a great shot there by number 12. Field picks for the two. Very great defense, but just a better shot. Looked in control. Nothing crazy. Nothing stupid. Good shot there. To extend this lead, 48-43 to 43 Hill to Lake Erie Storm. Samuel Gasu. Not only is the ball for the Chargers. Hillsdale. Uh, Samuel Gasu driving in. Pass to Charles Woodhams. And he draws the foul. Sometimes, if nothing else... The foul works. The foul you know? works, yeah. If you're you're running out of time on the shot clock, because we're gonna go to a short media timeout. You listen to 101.7 FM, Brady Freelsdale. Two seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're excited about a month of meteors. Each year, while planet Earth illuminates Christmas lights, major meteor showers illuminate the November night sky. In 2023, three showers will fill the month. First come the Torrids, streaming from the direction of Taurus in the south and east, peaking November 12th. Next are the spectacular Leonids, appearing from the direction of Leo in the north and east, peaking November 18th. And the finale, a second Orionids, radiating from the direction of Orion in the south and east and peaking November 28th. Remember that meteors can be seen for weeks before and after peak dates. So on any clear November night, bundle up and scan the sky for these dazzling astronomical lights. And that's your Astro Minute. Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. We're listening to Hillsdale men's basketball as Hillsdale is currently losing to Lake Erie Storm. 48-43. to 43. And a very, very good game. Very tight game. Hill still just can't seem to get that lead. They can seem to, to get it closer and closer, but they can't seem to, to flip that lead here in the second half yet. And Hill still started out with an early lead, and then Lake Erie drew it back within one or two. I think the, I think the largest margin, though, in this game from either team has been... Like seven? Seven, yeah. Seven by Lake Erie, and Hill still quickly cut that lead down to one as they now cut the lead down to four with the first make on the one uh, on the free throws by Charles Williams. Uh, the second shot by Charles Williams is up, and it's good again to make the score 48-45, to 45, Lake Erie. With 11 minutes left to go in the second half. Still a lot of basketball, especially in how close of a game this is. As the ref is trying to figure something out, some kind of mistake on the scoreboard. So we're going to get a little... A little short break in the action, but they're going to get right back into it. Lake Erie inbounding the ball. It's number 10. Trace Bisco. Trace Bisco. Brother of another Bisco on this team. And Lake Erie's going to go up number 24. 
Jordan Budge and get a foul off of C.J. Yarian. Yeah, and here's a chance for Lake Erie now to extend this lead up to two possessions. Yeah, currently a three-point game. Free throws so important down the stretch here. And it's not quite late, but it's it's getting there, and it's getting to the point where all these free throws start to matter more and more and more as he misses the first free throw. You know, sometimes that's what happens when you're left-handed. You're just not as good at things. <laughs> but uh, makes the second free throw. And he had 49-45, a two-point game. And Lake Erie beginning to press now on Hillsdale. Get them trapped in the corner a little bit. Samuel Vasu with a great job getting out of the corner. Ashton Janikowski did a good job staying calm, uh, getting that ball off for Hillsdale. A little bit of danger there on the press, but they get past it. C.J. Arian drives past everybody and makes the first left-handed layup. Great drive by C.J. Arian. Or not by C.J. Arian, by Joe Ruder right there. Uh, just bring the game back within two points for Hillsdale. Kind of just muscled that one up. Drove hard and then switched from his right to his left hand and excellent finish. Yeah. So we're going to get a foul on Joe Ruder, of all people. Speak of him every play, don't we? <laughs> and he is one of the leaders on this team, you said. So yeah, you're going to hear his name a lot. Yes, he, he won freshman of the year two years ago. He was He was that good. And he still is that good. I'm pretty sure he was a second-team or first-team GMAC player. As right there, ball bounces off Hillsdale. Kind of an errant pass by Lake Erie. And they're going to get the ball back and score. Charles Woodhams ties the game up at 49-49. A great job there by Hillsdale. Finally cutting that lead down to zero. And some great defense by Joe Ruder. And a storm missed the basket. And now Hillsdale is on offense with the game tied, looking to take the lead for the first time in the second half since about that first minute. And they're going to get out to a three-point shot. And Samuel Vasu sinks it. And just like that, momentum changed in the entire building. Everybody feeling it. You can feel the momentum now, right as we pass the halfway mark in the second half. Lake Erie forced to call a timeout as we're going to go to a short media break. You listen to 101.7 FM, Brady Free Hillsdale. What to do after graduation? Take a walk into public life before you cross the commencement stage with the Washington Hillsdale Internship Program. During their WIP semester, students have interned in the White House, at the Supreme Court, the Alliance Defending Freedom, NASA, and the National Zoo. In addition to a career-building internship, classes at the Hillsdale and D.C. campus will keep you on track for graduation. And with more than 700 alumni in the D.C. metropolitan area, you can network in scores of different industries and hear firsthand how fellow Hillsdaleans work for the good, the beautiful, and the true in their professions. But it's not all work. While in D.C., Hillsdale will take you on trips to sporting events and to performances at some of the most prestigious centers for the arts. Don't miss this life-changing semester in our nation's capital. Whip. Find the challenge. Live the adventure. For more information, visit dc.hillsdale.edu or contact Mary Greco at mgreco at hillsdale.edu. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. A very, very good game, very exciting game as we've finally seen a momentum shift in Hillsdale's favor. Big momentum shift as they are now up three points, 52-39, to after hitting a three-pointer to finally give them the lead in the second half since the first minute of the second half where they were up only one point. Possibly the, one of the biggest leads in the game for Hillsdale. I think maybe they're up five or six in the very, very beginning before Lake Erie scored. But 
This is this is a big lead for Hillsdale, and it's a big lead to have this late. Even though it's still it's still a lot of basketball left to play, you still got to play good down the stretch. It's very important to have this lead right now. As Lake Erie Storm is going to cut that lead down to one, and I think that was a really really good call, calling the timeout by Lake Erie. Yeah, able to kind of slow things down a little bit, maybe put a stop to Hillsdale's momentum because this place was this place was loud in Hillsdale's favor. Yeah, kind of quieted down after that timeout. Ashijanikowski is going to miss the shot, but C.J. Yarian, his big frame, gets the rebound and puts it up and makes the layup. That was a phenomenal play by the sophomore right there. Great finish with the left hand there. That's pretty much textbook post work. Yeah, that was that was a phenomenal play. That is his ceiling. He is that talented, and he's still so young. Can't wait to see him as he continues to develop. As Lake Erie is going to miss the layup, and Yarian's going to get another rebound, this time defensively. All right. Very, very rewarding couple plays there by Yaring. As Hillsdale currently has the ball up 54 to 51 with eight minutes left in the second half. Hillsdale men's basketball. As they're going to call number 31, CJ Yarian, for a moving screen. Yarian seems to be really confused about that call, but I don't know. I didn't really see it. Wasn't really looking at him, but CJ Yarian definitely did not did not seem to agree with that call. Because they're going to sub it out for number twenty four Garrett Bolte. I didn't have my eyes on Yarian either. I'm not I'm not quite no, sure. No, neither did I. But that is his third foul of the game, so they are going to sub him out. You want him in the late in the game when you need a rebound. As Lake Erie Storm has the ball, giving it up to number three CJ Hornbeek. Hornbeek dribbling it around a little bit. Trying to make something happen, but doesn't. Has to pass the ball off. And the shot clock's running a little bit low. And they're going to call a foul on Joe Ruder. I don't I don't know about that one. Maybe ref has a better angle than me, but to me that looked like he got the ball. And Ruder, look on his face at least, makes it look... <laughs> I yeah. think he believed that he got the ball too. I think he agrees if we can see it here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, really, it looks like he got the ball, but whenever you're coming from behind, right? the refs the, the refs call that refs more call often better. than not. Yeah. That's the unfortunate thing yep. in men's basketball. Sometimes you get the clean block, and it, and it just doesn't work out for you as number four for them. For Lake Erie, makes the first three free throw, but misses the second one. Jacob Plants making for one, missing the second. As Hillsdale currently leads Lake Erie College 54-52. to 52. We're going to take a two-possession lead on this. As Samuel Vasu drives in and makes a heavily contested layup. Great job being aggressive, leaning into the contact, and then getting away from it for an easy finish. Maybe not so easy finish, but he made it look easy for sure. Yeah. Hillsdale trying to keep Lake Erie at arm's length here down the stretch, building their lead to four, which sinks to two. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, great move there by number 24, Jordan Bulge. Uh, he makes kind of a spinning move to hit that layup. He's going to pass the ball to Samuel Vasu. Now to Joe Ruder. Ruder trying to move that ball around. Gets it in the middle down to Ashton Janikowski. Back out to Ruder. <coughs> Ruder for three. That's his game. He loves shooting those three-pointers. He usually has five or six a game. It's not his game as in he's going to take the step back three, but it's his game, and when he gets that open three, he's taking it every single time, and he makes it more often than not. Yeah. He's a he's a guard, but he's a big guard. Yeah, he's the kind of guy he's, who can kind of do both. He can he can play forward. He can yeah. play really anywhere you need him. But number twenty four, Jordan Bulge is going to back down 
Garrett Bolte and, and make the layup. So getting the ball up to, to Reuter and back to Woodhams. Uh, Woodhams dribbling around a little bit. Trying to make something happen. As he is going to shoot it, and they're going to call it a clean block, but the ball goes out of bounds in Hillsdale's favor. As we're going to go to a short media timeout, you're listening to 101.7 FM, Ready Free Hillsdale. Welcome to the Astro Minute, where we're exploring the universe 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're going giant hunting. What's the second brightest star in the Northern Hemisphere? If you guessed Arcturus, you're right. Recognized by its brightness and reddish color and popularized by books like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Arcturus is a red giant measuring 25 suns across and emitting 215 times the sun's energy. It's an old star and will eventually become a planetary nebula. It's about 37 light years from Earth, which means the light we see from it today left Arcturus 37 years ago. Interestingly, the light from Arcturus was used to switch on the opening lights at the 1933 Chicago World's Fair. If you follow the arc of the handle of the Big Dipper across the sky, you'll land on this magnificent red giant. That's your Astro Minute. Just talking a little bit of college football. Uh, I'm not a big Michigan fan myself. Neither is Ty, but got to respect it. They're the only team in college football right now to have beaten two top ten opponents in Penn State and Ohio State. Although I don't think Penn State is in the top ten anymore. Not anymore, yeah. With those new college football playoff rankings, they dropped out, but impressive nonetheless for the Wolverines. Yeah, for sure. Penn State does have a good defense. They they, they showcased that against against my Spartans. I was at that game last week, and they beat them Big shutout, by man. a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I left about halfway through the fourth quarter because the game, the game was far over. Like 35 0, 38 0. So, running the shot clock down, and Joe Ruder's going to take up a last second shot, and he's going to miss. Wow, that the ball is going to go out of bounds off of Lake Erie. A great, a phenomenal play by Joe Ruder to get the shot up with one second left, and then an even better play by Garrett Bolte. Garrett Bolte gets the rebound, and he sees the Lake Erie player standing out of bounds, knowing he's going to fall out of bounds, and he just drops the ball on him. On his head, as soon as it hits the Lake there. Erie player, he's out of bounds, and it's Hillsdale men's basketball as Woodhams is going to go up and get the end one. See, that's that big play. That play started right there from Garrett Bolte, like, making that play. Yeah. And now you've got an end one, a phenomenal play by Charles Woodhams, an extremely talented player, but the intelligent play by Garrett Bolte right there changed this game. Critical awareness. Critical awareness. Because right now, instead of having a zero-point possession, they have a two-point, possibly three-point. So instead of having a three-point lead, they now have at least a two-possession lead. As he sinks it, making it a six-point lead, Hillsdale is currently winning 62-56 to with six minutes and ten seconds left in the second half. And we're getting down to the stretch. We're getting down to the a little bit closer to the end of the game. Yeah, and I think, like you said earlier, this is where you're going to want to see your players, your, your superstars start to shine. And Joe Ruder's going to get a steal right there. Tip to another player. Back to Joe Ruder as he shoots for three, and he misses. Unfortunate miss by Ruder right there. But great play by Hillsdale to get that steal. As Lake Erie's looking for a three on a quick transition, but they miss right there. Hillsdale slowing this game down right about now. You're not quite counting the possessions, but we're getting close there with only five minutes and 30 seconds left as Hillsdale is up six points. Paul McQuinney with the ball, dribbling around, trying to make something happen. Passes off to Joe Ruder. Uh, he's also uh, dribbling around. 
Some good ball movement here by the Chargers, but the clock, shot clock is winding down a little bit, down to six seconds as Joe is going to take another three-pointer, and he makes it. Heavily contested three there. We Balls for Joe Ruder. That's a critical play. We definitely just talked about how Hillsdale was going to shoot more three-pointers, and it's been Joe Ruder, the story of the game. Joe Ruder right there, back-to-back back back three-point possessions, but one of them with a three-pointer from Joe Ruder. As you're listening to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale, we're going to go to a short, media timeout. To the Grammar Minute, where we're saving the English language 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite grammatical mistakes, dangling modifiers. Consider the sentence, exhausted after school, even coffee couldn't keep me awake. You probably know exactly what I mean, so at least it's clear, but it's also pretty grammatically wonky. That long modifier at the beginning of the sentence, exhausted after school, is clearly supposed to be modifying I, but it actually modifies the subject coffee, which, if you think about it, doesn't make any sense. Can coffee even get tired? The key here is to remember that when you have a dangling modifier at the beginning of a sentence, it will usually modify the subject of the following clause. So you could reword this to say, Exhausted after school, I couldn't stay awake, even after drinking a huge cup of coffee. And that would be correct. That's. And we're getting back into the nitty gritty with Hillsdale men's basketball. Nitty gritty. I don't even know why I said that. I've never. <laughs> nobody says that anymore. <laughs> but I just said it as Hillsdale is going to commit a foul against Lake Erie. Lake Erie in the 1-1 one one bonus, so they are going to be shooting 1-1 one one free throws right here. Uh, but they're currently down 56-65 to 65 with five minutes left to go in the game in the second half. Uh, number 34 shooting for them, the free throws. Johnny Manning, let's see, is he any good at shooting free throws? He is their highest scorer, and he is pretty good at shooting free throws at 65% as he sinks that one to increase his average. Yeah, we had uh, we had to complete the grammar minute coming into this break. Here. We did. That was that was that was very inspirational. No I learned modifiers. something. No dangling modifiers. He's number thirty-four. He's going to miss the second free throw, and that is going to leave it an eight-point game for Hillsdale. Hillsdale is currently winning sixty-five to fifty-seven with four minutes and fifty seconds left in the second half. Cole McQueen going to take the ball up, give it off to Joe, or give it off to Garrett Bolte. He's going to give it off to Joe Ruder. Um, Hillsdale just kind of taking a little bit of time off the clock, and then I think they're going to try to strike. But unfortunately, it doesn't leave you a lot of time on the shot clock. There's only six seconds left, five seconds. Hillsdale's going to need to make something happen, some kind of shot. As Woodham takes, wow, a heavily, he makes the shot. A long J. We saw one of those from Reuter earlier on the other side, almost the exact same thing, kind of behind the basket. Shot it over. But over not as heavily contested not as, as heavily that one right there. That, yeah. With about two seconds left on the shot clock, he yeah. gets that ball up and sinks it. That was a phenomenal play by Charles Williams. We saw him make a mistake earlier by missing that layup, and he has definitely made up for it in this game. An extremely, extremely talented player. As Lake Erie is going to get those two points back, but not as exciting yeah. as those, those two points that, for sure. That's an eight-point lead now for the Chargers going into... Just about on, just under four minutes left in this game here. This might be for Lake Erie when you start counting your possessions. Yep. you got to realize that every possession matters way more because, I mean, if you take 30 seconds every shot clock and you get two points every time, you're going to get eight points. Hillsdale misses the rebound. And Garrett Bolte's going to get another offensive rebound, his second one of the game. First one came on that smart play. Is Woodham's going to shoot the three. But they're going to call an off-ball foul on number 24, Garrett Bolte. After that 
great rebound, unfortunately commits an offensive foul. As we're going to go to a short media timeout, listen to 101.7 FM, Ray Freelston. Stories of those who have been awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor. Here's Jenna Suhita. On March 9 to 12, 1966, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins' camp was attacked early in the morning. Adkins manned a mortar position to defend the camp. Fighting continued until early the next morning when enemy forces launched their main attack. When all mortar rounds were expended, he used every available resource to continue his resistance. When ordered to evacuate, Adkins and a small group of soldiers dug through the back of the bunker and fought their way out of the camp. When he learned that the last helicopter had already departed, Adkins took charge until they were rescued two days later. During the 38-hour battle and 48 hours of escape and evasion, Adkins killed an estimated 155 enemy fighters while sustaining 18 different wounds to his body. For his extraordinary heroism and selflessness, at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, Sergeant First Class Benny G. Adkins was awarded the Medal of Honor. This is Minute of Honor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. 1.7 FM, ready for Hillsdale. I've just been made aware that Allie Weiss, huge shout out to the phenomenal former All-State, hopefully, or all, former All-American, hopefully All-American again, as she breaks the record for career digs set by her sister, Taylor Weiss, a couple of years ago. Definitely one that she's going to hold over her sister for many years to come. Something that I would never let my brother or sister here that. <laughs> let go of for sure yeah i had the opportunity to uh beat right for the volleyball team this year for the collegiate the college newspaper here at hillsdale and i saw her name a lot in the in the stats yeah, she's book. a she's a phenomenal player a great career for her so far i don't know if it's it's over yet i don't know what the result of this game was uh, against uh, ferris state is gonna miss the shot but Hillsdale's going to get a foul on the rebound, which means that Ferris State will be shooting one and one. I think the volleyball team's playing Ferris State. Yeah, they are playing Ferris State, but I don't see the results of this game. I'll have those to you in a couple minutes. But for right now, we're listening to Hillsdale men's basketball on 101.7 FM. Ready for Hillsdale. Hillsdale is currently winning 67 to 59, but shooting one and one. Actually, shooting two shots, excuse me, is number 10. Of the storm, Trace Bishko. And he sinks the first one, cut it down to a seven point lead. And he sinks the second one, making it a six point lead only now for Hillsdale. As Lake Erie Storm has begun to press and they tip the ball on the inbound, but it stays with Hillsdale. Very excited there. They thought it was their ball. Good job by Hillsdale, though, able to keep possession. The storm really putting pressure right here yeah. on Hillsdale. Hillsdale struggling to get this ball. You never want to forget in basketball how quick the game moves. So this six-point lead is obviously favorable to Hillsdale, but the game moves fast. Yeah, points shift quickly yeah. for sure, especially especially because of how, how many points each thing is worth and how quickly the game goes yep. shot clock. And with the press from Lake Erie down the stretch here, uh, ball security is going to be absolutely critical for Hillsdale. Yeah, making some great passes in their own half and not just the other half. As the shot clock dwindles down to five seconds. They're going to get a ball out of bounds off of Hillsdale to give Lake Erie the basketball. Down six. Woodham's let that one go from him, and it looked like he might have thought that it was that it touched a Lake Erie player yeah, last because he, he didn't He didn't. He, he didn't looked a little bit it. upset by that call. Uh, thought that he did not was he was not the last one to touch the ball, but the refs called it. 
That's Lake Erie basketball. So Lake Erie's going to get the possession now. Down six. 67-61 with only two minutes and 30 seconds to go left. As they're going to draw a foul on number four, Charles Woodhams. Great drive there by Woodhams. A great drive there against Woodhams. And then draw the foul. Shooting now number four for Lake Erie basketball, Jacob Plants. We've already seen miss one free throw and make one free throw this game. And he's going to sink the first one here to cut the lead down to five. But no matter what, it's still at least a two-possession game for Hillsdale and Hillsdale's favor. But definitely not something that you want to see was Lake Erie cutting this lead down with such little time to go. Makes it a much more interesting game. But as we said, Hillsdale is the better free throw shooting team. As we see right here, Lake Erie misses the second second free throw. Jacob Plants going one and one again. So down the stretch, we're in a close game. Hillsdale's definitely got the advantage in points and in free throws. And that's very, very, very important in this point in the game. But it's a close game. Anything can happen. Hillsdale currently up 67-62, to 62, hoping to hold on to that lead. So they're going to get the ball under Lake Erie's basket. Off tip ball by Lake Erie. Pass into Samuel Vasu. Vasu dribbling around. And he gets the and one. And that might be it right there. That might be the dagger. Things are getting a little bit physical, but I think that's an absolutely critical play there. Yeah, it is now, once again, a seven-point game, possibly an eight-point game right here in Hillsdale's favor. Three possessions is what Hillsdale's going to lead by. That might just be too much for the Storm to overcome as they have not scored a lot of points this whole game. Wasu misses the free throw, though, leaving it at still a three-possession game, actually. As Lake Erie Storm's going to get the ball down from the 34. Johnny Manning, their biggest scorer, their best player, and he's going to make the layup. Calling your best players in the crunch time and cutting the lead down to five points as they are pressing Hillsdale again, but Hillsdale breaks this press much easier this time. But they're going to let Lake Erie set up on defense, burn some time off the clock before before aggressing for this possession. I think this is a good strategy from Hillsdale. Just kind of let the clay clock run down. You don't, maybe you're not thrilled with how many points you scored this game but what you want more than you know a crazy score is a win you know yeah you got that one kind of gets away there but it's going to stay with hillsdale hillsdale only has four seconds left on the shot clock you're gonna have to get a shot really fast you're probably right off the inbound gonna see some screens gonna see something interesting here from hillsdale as Ashton Janikowski is inbounding the ball. Going to give it out to Samuel Vasu, who shoots a three-pointer, kind of fading away, and unfortunately misses. Big possession here for Lake Erie as they cut the lead down to one possession. Currently down five. Get the ball in their hands the best player, Johnny Manning, and he makes a contested basket against C.J. Arian. Lake Erie still pressing. Hillsdale only up three points now. Really, really need a basket here. Really need something, some momentum, some shift. Something something going. I think that was the right call down there for Lake Erie. Sometimes when you get in these critical situations, you're tempted to just start chucking threes. But they're in a spot right now where it's still one possession game, and they're going to get at least you know one more possession. Yeah, Hillsdale with this slim lead, still trying to hold on to the basketball a little bit. Run the clock down, but now they're going to run their offense. With only four seconds left as Woodhams makes the jumper. Big shot right there for Charles Woodhams late in this game. And Hillsdale's going to call a timeout as they're leading 71-66. to 66. And you listen to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hills Hills. We go to a short media timeout. 
Welcome to the Astro Minute, where we're exploring the universe 60 seconds at a time. I'm Lauren Smith, and today we're excited about a month of meteors. Each year while planet Earth illuminates Christmas lights, major meteor showers illuminate the November night sky. In 2023, three showers will fill the month. First come the Taurids, streaming from the direction of Taurus in the south and east, peaking November 12th. Next are the spectacular Leonids, appearing from the direction of Leo in the north and east, peaking November 18th. And the finale, a second Orionids, radiating from the direction of Orion in the south and east and peaking November 28th. Remember that meteors can be seen for weeks before and after peak dates. So on any clear November night, bundle up and scan the sky for these dazzling Hello and welcome back to 101.7 FM, Radio Free Hillsdale, as you're listening to Hillsdale Men's Charger Basketball. Hillsdale is currently leading 71-66 with only 40 seconds left to go in this game. Very close game. As they're going to call a foul on C.J. Yarian for leaving his floor feet. He did go straight up and down. Hillsdale does not like that call, but Lake Erie was really looking for it. Really up to the ref's judgment right there, as Lake Erie has a chance to cut this lead down to one possession again, with 35 seconds left to go. Lake Erie is currently down 71-66. These free throws are extremely important, as he's going to sink the first one. So he makes this next one. That's obviously a one more posi- a one, one possession, possession game. game. Yep. For, you still need a stop, for Lake Erie. but then still you're only down one possession. And he's going to make the shot to bring it down to one possession. As Cole McQueen is going to check in for C.J. Arian. C.J. Arian coming out of the game. Cole McQueen, one of their better free throw shooters oftentimes. Those guards, better than better than some of those guys. Those are the guys you want late in the, in the game, late in the game. Hillsdale beats Lake Erie's press and now slows the game down. Five seconds separates the shot clock and the game clock. Hillsdale currently up three. And they're going to foul Joe Ruder. Joe Ruder sends the line, shooting a one-on-one. Some very, very important free throws right here. CJ Yarian checking back into the game. I think they just took Yarian out to beat the press because they knew that it was coming and they knew that they were planning on using it. I think that's probably right. I th- yeah. I yeah put, put the right. guard in, Cole McQuinney, guy who can handle the ball really well. Now put CJ Yarian in and try to get this rebound again. As Joe Ruder makes the first one, making it a two-possession game. Once again, very critical free throw right there. Great job by Joe Ruder. Staying calm in pressure moments. And the second shot is up. And it rolls around the rim, and it falls in, too. Making it a five-point game. Hillsdale's currently leading 73-68 to over the Storm. As the Storm currently have the basketball, though. 16 seconds left to go in the game. The Storm fall down, and Hillsdale gets the ball. And they're going to foul Charles Williams. But five points... And the ball, well, five points. And now two shots for the Chargers, looking very, very bleak for the Storm. I think uh, only Tracy McGrady could save the Storm at this point. Only only Tracy McGrady. Unfortunately, the Storm do not have a guy named Tracy McGrady. They do not have Tracy McGrady. No, they're going to need to to bet on some C.J. Hornbeek and Johnny Manning, but Johnny Manning's not a three-point shooter. They need some threes right here as Woodham sinks the first free throw. Very, very critical free throw right there. One more free throw, and it's a three-possession game, and Stormer out of it. Just like that, 11 seconds, three-possession. But he misses it, making it only a two-possession game for the Storm. They're going to need to get up a quick three right here, and then they're going to need to get a... And he dribbles it and makes the layup. Wow, what a huge mistake by Lake Erie right there. So now it's... 
still a two-possession game It's still a two-possession game, and now there's only four seconds left on the clock. They did count those points wrong, and currently says 676 to 68, but I believe that's incorrect score. I believe it's 74 to 70, Hillsdale's winning. But that was that was a critical mistake, and that, that might be the end. That's probably the end of the game for the Storm. Uh, you're down by six points, and you shoot a layup with only, only four seconds left. I mean, you need a miracle, yeah. but you took away the chance of, of having a miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Hillsdale has played a great game here, looking to close it out. Not a lot of time left. Four seconds, currently up 74 to 70. Just get the ball in, maybe even throw it deep down the court and waste those four seconds. Lake Erie still needs two possessions in order yeah. to score. And so with this, Hillsdale is going to advance to 5-1 and one with their new head coach, Kevin Bradley, as Joe Ruder is fouled, fouled again. Yeah, only 2.7 seconds left on the game clock, though, and still a two-possession game. I believe this one is, is over for the Storm. Obviously, don't do anything stupid for Hillsdale Chargers, but as long as they don't do anything stupid, I think that they win this game right here. 2.7 seconds left, four-point game. Joe Ruder... Makes his first free throw now, a five-point game. As Nierian checks back into the game for the last 2.7 seconds to play some defense. Uh, Lake Erie probably going to get the ball in really quick. I would miss right here if I was Joe Ruder, though. I wonder if he does that. He does not. He sinks it. But Lake Erie has zero timeouts left, and if they shoot a full-court shot, it'll take up the whole 2.7 seconds. But it doesn't matter as they shoot it and miss it. Down six points. Hillsdale, your Hillsdale College men's basketball team wins 76 to 70 in an exciting match with Lake Erie. Very, very, very good game. Love to see it. Put it in the win column for Hillsdale men's basketball. Uh, thank you for listening to 101.7 FM Radio Free Hillsdale. Your Hillsdale men's Chargers win. So we'll see you next time we play. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming, already in progress.